0: Hey everyone, welcome to this weekend marketing show, also known as the Tweem show. I'm your host Sajid Islam and today I'll be going over the notable news and updates in the digital marketing space from the week of September 28, 2020. First off, we have some updates from our friends at Google. So basically what Google's saying this week was that they are expanding the product listing for Google Shopping. So let me unpack this for you a little bit, what this means. Back uh, in April this year, basically Google had uh, announced and rolled out this feature where, you know, e-commerce sellers can actually list their product in Google and Google will show them on Google search results page for free. You don't have to pay anything. And that was only open to US-based merchants. So the way that works is like, say, if you're selling uh, shoes, Uh, and someone was searching for those shoes, uh, and then shoes can come in different shapes, size, forms, and types, right? Let's just say, um, dancing shoes. And you have this product and someone is searching for this product, uh, and you loaded it up in Google. If someone's searching for it, chances are you are, your search or your product is going to show up. Uh, to test this out, go search for any product, uh, that you may have, maybe coffee cup, maybe, uh, doormat and see, you will see those, um, carousel type ads product listing that will show up i know it's very helpful because i I use it quite a bit these days so it's again uh, what google is saying is like you know that they're rolling it out to europe middle east and africa beyond the u.s Uh, so that's great news Uh, with that let's move on to the next one which is from our friends at facebook So, what Facebook is saying is that now uh, they are going to remove a 28-day attribution uh, option for Facebook ads. So, let me unpack this again for you a little bit so that, you know, you can kind of understand what this means. It's basically, uh, you know, if you have a conversion type ad running in Facebook and, you know, if someone were to click on your ad and that click would have converted into a purchase. Facebook would say credit that click, uh, the Yeah, credit that click for the purchase action, right? So, and then, you know, it could go back all the way up to 28 days. So, just say now they had a 28-day window. So, on day one of the month, someone saw your ad, they clicked on it, and then they came back more. Maybe if they clicked on it and they if they saw the ad right away and then they purchased, that's one thing. They clicked on the ad and then they came back, say, after 15 days. Uh, you know, then Facebook would still say, you know, that click on the day one, still gets the credit because, you know, that's the first ad they saw and, you know, they should get the credit. So that's how the 28-day attribution works, right? Attribution basically says in lo- in layman's terms, is who should get credit for this conversion. And by default, it had 28 days. Now Facebook is coming out and they says, hey, you know, because of all these dynamic things, multi-device settings and everything like that, uh, we are going to, we are going to basically shrink it down to seven days now folks if you ask me for my opinion i will say it's not necessary it's not really a great thing because you know how many times has it happened that you know someone will see your ad and then they will buy convert in seven days some products have actually longer conversion windows Uh, google as as of right now as of recording of this show i can tell you i checked in my account i still have a 90 day window Right. I have a 30 day, 45 day different options. And I see 90 day and I believe there is a custom option as well. So Google still understands that, you know, sometimes there are, you know, people don't convert right away. Uh, This is just another way of Facebook, like, you know, playing with the data and just making us like, you know, spend more or just go in circles. I mean, whatever. Again, Facebook is quite limited. If you've been following us on our show, you would know I've always told you go back to Google Analytics. Google Analytics gives you a bigger, better picture. Uh, so if you're not using GA you are really gonna feel the pinch right now uh, because you would actually be using a seven-day attribution window so you if someone clicks on your ad doesn't convert then you gotta do it that means you are gonna basically do rotate through more ads spend some more money and things like that and time will say whether this really works out to be well or not let's move on to the next update from Facebook as well so the next update is that Facebook has uh, hosted their annual community summit that they host every year. And some of the things they've announced in this summit is, you know, the group usage has actually skyrocketed as And, you know, if you have been in the digital marketing landscape, you know, that's not a, you know, surprising thing because we all see, you know, people have really relied on Facebook groups to communicate, uh, to share information, to connect with each other just because we cannot go out right now. So that's great. Uh, so they are saying there are over 1.8 billion people in Facebook groups now. Keep in mind that, you know, sometimes people are in different groups. Same person like I, I am in mean, 15 or 20 different groups. So how are they, how are they counting? I do not know, but you know, that's 1.8 billion people. That sounds pretty impressive. <laughs> If, and if they're not DDPing this or if they're not uh, counting, if they're counting each and every person in each and every group. Next is admin assistant, uh, admin assist feature in Facebook groups. Uh, this is like, you know, uh, helping, uh, which is a new process that enables you to, uh, you, the group admin, to set up automated rules for post moderation, saving us time in having to sort through uh, common problematic posts. And one of the example, Um, you they're using like you know you can limit uh, promotional content in our group by automatically declining posts that have certain keywords or include a link or, or are from people who haven't been members for a group for a specific amount of time i think it's pretty good but and i think for now what happened with the trend i see is people who ever have a group like i have thought of having a group uh, for us and we talked about the group in a while a free group and a paid group and I basically um, sat on the fence about a long time and then I realized we we're just going to do a paid group we, there is no point for us to do a free group just because you know this is too much of moderation happening even with automation with AI machine language whatever we call it artificial intelligence machine language you know it will never be there Uh, we always need a human being uh, to be present and it just costs. So for us, we just basically went with the paid group approach. But nevertheless, for people who don't want to shell out the money, uh, admin assistant is probably a good thing. Um, And then the other thing is now we can do um, we can do pinnable topics within a group defined by hashtags. That's the other thing that they announced and they talked about it. And one of the... um, The last thing I said is group promotions by via brand collaboration manager. Uh, So basically, uh, other than that, I am looking. I'm thumbing through. Oh, there is another thing: uh, chats, conversations, uh, conversation starters, and interviews. Uh, so basically, they're adding new ways to engage within groups with new real-time chats, conversation, conversation starter prompts, and Q&A tools to host interview sessions. Again, these are ways for us to engage more and more with the group. And I will tell you one thing I will absolutely, you know, really turns me off about Facebook group is like Facebook controls your newsfeed. It controls my newsfeed it decides what I can get to see by default instead of giving me the choice to say, hey, what do you want to see in your newsfeed? As a result, what happens is if there is a particular group that I want to see updates on, I have to go manually remember and go check that group every day. Facebook is doing all these things that are like, you know, increase engagement and everything. It's just like, I will tell you what it is. It's trying to keep us on the hamster wheel and keep like, you know, running. And so that, you know, we we are working very hard to keep our groups active. But, you know, keep in mind, Our groups will not see a notification unless, you know, Facebook shows it to them or they remember to come back to a group. And yeah, sometimes, you know, if you go to a group every day, Facebook will show you the notification, but you know, it's a double-edged sword. I just don't, I'm not a fan of it. Uh, Again, um, it's up to you what you think. I just shared my challenges with it. And the last thing that was discussed in the Facebook community summit is that expanded uh, discover your public groups uh, you might see that's you might see related discussions in newsfeed or when someone posts a link or reshares a group post on Facebook so now there's the other challenge with Facebook it's like if I have a Facebook group then you know people Facebook is going to tell other people like you know, oh, there is a related group or here's what you, people have also ch- looked at joined this group or looked at this group it's like they're poaching my audience members while they're in the middle of something into something else I kind of, you know, I think, you know, it's just very much, you know, um, we are trying to keep my members active, engaged, as well as, you know, Facebook is trying to steal the memory from me. It's just uh, like, you know, tug of war and I'm not a big fan of it. So with that, folks, uh, you have it. It's up to you. Uh, um, But for me, you know, it's something I'm uh, not a big fan of. With that, let's move on to the next update. So now with Instagram... Uh, What they have basically done is they've published a guide on how businesses can utilize Instagram shops. Uh, So let me uh, walk you through in terms of what this is. Back in May, Instagram launched... Um, Instagram shops right and they basically gradually gradually made it available to all businesses and now they've probably seen that um, adoption to this thing has been low we are quickly approaching Q4 the holiday season and they want people to basically sell more stuff on Instagram shops so Instagram created this thing in terms of trying to kind of start off with why you should set up and shop on Insta- Instagram called Instagram shops, uh, how to tag products in Instagram posts and stories, how to create collections for Instagram shops, how do you set up ads or shopping ads for Instagram shops. Uh, There are a lot of shops and shopping ads and shops, so it's confusing. Uh, And then obviously, how do you create custom shopping audiences in Ads Manager? All in all, this itself makes a very small, neat, uh, small, Uh, nice little course on what to do on Instagram as of, you know, shopping, uh, setting up Instagram shops and doing things with Instagram. Now, here's my thing. Um, You know, if you ask me the half-life or the life of half-life but what I mean by the time to decompose or time to lose a content on this social media platform is like literally five to ten minutes like because of so much content is being produced it's like you know the time decay or the half-life of content is like drastically after five minutes no one remembers you have to keep uh, keep posting content keep posting content and I have a problem with it yes we do post content online as well but I feel like you know if you have a website which is more searchable and things like that that you have to do a bit of both. It doesn't hurt you to kind of, you know, create again, you know, shops and do things. If you have an e-commerce product, please by all means, go ahead. But I would tell you, do not make it like the only thing you are doing uh, for your business. Then you will be like really upset when it doesn't really materialize and convert into some serious uh, action. With that, let's go into the next one, which is from a friend's Uh TikTok. Again, TikTok was something we talked about a lot the last two weeks. Then eventually it was supposed to go on a ban last Sunday. And then at the last 11th hour, a judge came in and they says, hey, stop it. You know what? We don't agree with the Trump administration right now. So let's not ban them for now. Let's go through the whole motion. and Let's figure it out. So for now, they they got a lifeline. They're not banned in the U.S., and this is actually great news because TikTok's ads are showing up everywhere here in the U.S. They're telling people, like, you know, come join us and advertise on our platform. And this is a great time. I mean, if they were banned right now, especially during the Q4, which is one of the most busiest uh, shopping season in the U.S., especially now that this is COVID is going on, coronavirus is going on, people are shopping more online, it's going to be like a you know it's going to be a killer blow if they were banned so great news for that tiktok and what they've done is right now they come out and they basically added three more uh, layouts to the do it option so do it is basically a thing that enables tiktok users to respond another user's clip and interact with the original video adding a new spin on the uh, original creators upload so you could see a video of mine and then you could say uh um, you could create a response uh, into that. And you probably have seen it at the left and the right where someone is doing something on the left or the right and you are responding on the right. Uh, so this is something side by side. It was there before. Now the three new options are React. These give you a streamer style, picture in picture display to show your response to the original clip. A uh, top and bottom style, which is overlays your response above the original. And then there's a three screen option where enabling more users to get involved in a single clip. All in all, uh, this is great. Please check it out. Uh, if you are a TikTok user, you'll be uh, and see how you are going to use it for your own uh, videos. So the next update is from our friends at LinkedIn. Uh, not really a great marketing update, but at the same time, I think this is something I need to share with you. Kind of, There is a bigger reason for that behind this update. One is LinkedIn, LinkedIn will now notify you about the removal of the content which you reported. Uh, the second update is that, you know, they remind you on how to make the platform a better place by telling us, you know, they, every time you try to post from your phone, they're going to show you a join us, this message that says join us in keeping LinkedIn respectful and professional. Uh, the third thing they have is how to report inappropriate messages because, you know, there are users, some of my female friends, they have complained like in you know, LinkedIn, they get like, you know, really shady, dodgy messages from users and are telling them a lot of things that they don't like. So I think this would be great. And the fourth one uh, is, you know, they're trying to build a better professional community to avoid bad and bring out the good. So why I'm sharing with you all this is because, folks, listen. This is a sign that LinkedIn is slowly maturing and LinkedIn is cleaning up their platform. This is something I've mentioned in the, on a past shows as well. Again, I'm going to mention it. This is a sign of things, serious things that are happening. LinkedIn is realizing, you know, there's a lot of, they are realizing and acknowledging it in a very subtle way that there are problems with the platform. It's a full spammy, lot of you know, harassment, a lot of things happening and they're going to slowly and slowly cut down. So in 2021, you're going to see a lot of LinkedIn is going to come in and say, well, we have removed so many X number of accounts because they were inauthentic, they were banned, they were bots, they were whatnot. So, and remember, I mentioned this on our show. Uh This is October 4th. I'm recording this on 2020 that I recorded this and I'm telling you, link this is coming down the pipeline. It's for sure happening. Next up, uh, basically it's from our friends and pinterest pinterest basically outlines the latest tools to help businesses tap into the rising number of online shoppers again folks i covered this in my instagram shops update a little bit of it and again i'm going to cover it now all these platforms are trying to get businesses to spend create more content as well as spend more uh, add money on the platform because they realize this pandemic is in a way a blessing in a disguise because oh, a lot of people are stuck at home they're not going out they're peening, they're doing things so they're like you know what why don't we tell our businesses to create more content on our platform why don't we get more people engaged and why not we do things and if you look at it, me look at this from that angle you'll be yes you will also see that you know um you know it's a good thing so there's nothing more to that it's like you know they're basically going over some of the tools they have you know and what they can do for you as a business and with that let me jump to the next update which is basically and the last update of the week is that pinterest has uh, announced a creators festival to me this is a great thing Uh, what they've done is because they are for the first time they're like you know acknowledging that they need to bring all the creators together teach educate them as well as inspire them to do things keep in mind this creators festival starts on october 15th it's going to be happening online there is a link to sign up we are going to put that link to the show or sign up page on our show notes check it out you'll be glad you did they have a lineup of speakers amazing speakers it's going to be fun it's going to be interesting it's going to be informative uh, and you will be glad you did or you did as in you'll be glad you attended if you could if you're into the pinterest things so already folks that's it for this week in marketing now you know everything you need to be in the know if you'd like to read more or make sure you visit our show page where you will find link where you will find the links to the articles or that we have mentioned. And if you have enjoyed this episode of This Week in Marketing, make sure you give us a thumbs up and follow us in our social media pages. Once again, this is your host, Sajid Islam, signing off until next week. Take care. Au revoir. Thank you for tuning in this week. It was a pleasure to serve you all. Hit the subscribe button so that you remember to sign on next week. Same place, same time for another round of This Week in Marketing.